Hello and welcome to the What the What podcast. Ooh, let's get ready to rumble. I've always wanted to do that. Like, you know, in my announcing history, whatever, I've always wanted to do the let's get ready to rumble. But you just I stole it. You from stole me. it. You anyway, should have started the show that way. I should have, you know, but I didn't think of that. I really wish I would have. Uh, welcome to the show. I'm your host, Eric Creech. And now joining me today... Now that it has come crashing down and it hurts inside, mm-hmm. Kyle Whitley. Bam, right bam, 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 bam. Yeah. Um, I'm here. Yes, uh, we're recording this episode and it's going to come out on a Sunday. And Sunday, Sunday, someday. Typically, our episodes come out on Monday morning at 6 a.m. Give y'all time to load them up for that commute mm-hmm. to work. Mm-hmm. Um, but today, uh, we're talking wrestling, and yep. this show will, uh, this episode will come out on the day of the 2020 WWE Royal Rumble. Yes. So, and we're going to be making predictions, and we'd rather do that before, before the show happens. Well, at least the predict, like, it'd be recorded before, regardless. Yeah. But at least we'll put our predictions in, and then the actual show will be that night. So. Absolutely. So, um, we're we're excited yes. to talk about one of the premier WWE events today um, with this episode. But before we do that, okay, if you haven't, please subscribe to the podcast on Apple Music, Spotify, sure. Google Play. We still haven't got anyone subscribed on Google Play. I don't know who uses Google Play. Somebody um, does. Somebody has to. Uh, Stitcher, you know, mm-hmm. is one of our new platforms. Uh, Tune In, which is a very popular. Uh, app radio app um we're hosted through podbean mm-hmm. um we do have people who listen to us on podcast addict mm-hmm. um i think uh, kevin kevin does kevin does as he's at the um, auction kevin uh strickland not savigny yep um we're also on overcast castro pocket cast and of course radio public make sure to search for what the what media all one word and please rate and review us five stars five stars you know is what we prefer or we'll throw you over the top right mm-hmm. even if you hate us yeah. leave a a you know, scathing review, yeah. but five stars. Five stars, absolutely. You can also go ahead and follow us on Twitter, WTW underscore media, and on Facebook and Instagram at What The What Media. We, uh, as we mentioned last week, uh, we made a mistake two weeks ago on our Iron Man episode. We do not have a YouTube not yet. Um, custom your URL. We do have a YouTube mm-hmm. page, but it's not What The What Media yet. Mm-hmm. Um, we will get some... Um, once we get uh, more subscribers, a set number of subscribers, we will be able to lock in that custom URL. So be um, waiting eagerly like a countdown clock, um, waiting for the next entrant to the Rumble. Uh, be waiting for us to share some stuff on YouTube in the near future. Um, even if it's just um, some of our podcast being put mm-hmm. on YouTube, um, go and hit subscribe so we can go ahead and get that uh, custom URL. Also, one more thing. If you like this episode or any of the other 31 What the What podcast episodes, it's insane to think about. Um, we have another request. We're trying to grow this show. Yep. Um, and we need your help to do that. Uh, if you like this show, please share this episode with someone you think who might also enjoy it. True. Um, and if you uh, do that via social media, tag us, tag them, and we'll give you a shout out on the next episode um, the next time we record, yep. which will probably be in two weeks. Um, so... On today's episode, as we mentioned at the top of mm-hmm. the show, we are talking about the WWE Royal Rumble. Ironically enough, here's a huge spoiler warning for today's episode. Now, not because I can see into the future and know what's going to happen mm-hmm. on this year's edition of the Royal Rumble, but we are going to be going deep, maybe. Not only talking about predictions for this year's edition of the Rumble, mm-hmm. but uh, discussing details from any of the other 
Royal Rumbles all the way back to 1988, taking into account the entire history of the event and maybe some of the events surrounding the Rumble, like mm-hmm. the road to WrestleMania. Sure. So if you are just getting into wrestling and you don't want to be spoiled on what happened, like in the 1992 Royal Rumble, um, keep that in mind. Uh, with that in mind, Kyle, let's await that countdown clock. Let's throw the competitors over the top rope, and let's talk about our favorite Royal Rumble moments. I'll say this, too, even just to talk a little bit about the Royal Rumble. Maybe you, you know, have been a dedicated listener so far, you know, and you really liked Iron Man, and last week you really liked the Power Rangers, but you never got into wrestling the way we did. Uh, that's okay. I think you'll still have fun with this. And I will say, too, the Royal Rumble itself is one of those events that you really don't have to stay up to date on wrestling. You don't have to care so much about wrestling at all, but it's entertaining to watch. It is. I mean, this is the fifth or sixth year in a row. Mm-hmm. I think it's the fifth year, or maybe it's the sixth. I don't but know. I've had it's a Royal long. Rumble party. I mean, ever since we had the WWE Network, I think the first year it was just me and Joe. Mm-hmm. And then we did the 2016, 17, 18, 19, and then this year we're having one as well. So yeah. this will be the fifth year in a row um, where we're, we're having a Royal Rumble party. Mm-hmm. where we do the Royal Rumble game. You want to explain that for those listeners at so home? The game, uh, we have this big whiteboard that mm-hmm. I, I bring out, break out every year, and you pick numbers, mm-hmm. basically. You take turns picking numbers. Well, each Royal Rumble, there are 30 there's, entrants. There's most Royal Rumbles, there's most, 30 entrants. Yes. Some, there was one uh, that had 40, mm-hmm. um, and the greatest Royal Rumble, which took place in Saudi Arabia, but not during the month of January, had 50. Yeah. Um, but most Royal Rumbles have 30 competitors. We mm-hmm. take turns picking one of those 30 numbers, and then when the Royal Rumble starts... Whatever number you pick, when that number um, hits and that wrestler comes out, that wrestler is representing you. You pick, mm-hmm. you pick that wrestler. You get points for uh, eliminations. Mm-hmm. You get points for lasting the longest in the Rumble. And you get points for winning the Rumble. Mm-hmm. And we uh, usually have a nice little WWE-related uh, Funko Pop yep. as a prize. And uh, so you may know nothing about wrestling. And mm-hmm. we have people at our parties. Mm-hmm. Like Ricky has not really, in, you know, he's not a recent wrestling fan. Mm-hmm. But he's been to the Royal Rumble party the past few years, mm-hmm. and he's won one on. He's won one, you know, one on. Um, and he uh, like he's rooting for whoever his number is. Yeah, you know, like I remember he uh, had number two one year, mm-hmm. and then the guitar string hits, and it's Elias. Yes, he's like, who's the guitar man? I got to root for him. I got guitar. And the whole man. time he he's he's rooting for a guitar man. <laughs> and that's and, the fun part about it too, because like my wife Erica came, and we've watched more wrestling since. But the first time she came. She didn't really know anything about wrestling. She won that year. She too. won that year, <laughs> but it's exciting for her because you're putting a spin on it. Where all of a sudden you have something invested in this. I, I found this game. Um, I'm a, uh, when I was in high school and in college, I um, was a frequent, and even to this day, I still kind of float around the uh, online onslaught wrestling forums. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an online wrestling little community, um, and this is where I learned this game and. We would. They had a little chat the night of the Royal Rumble where you would go in and you would you would pick your numbers and you know mm-hmm. and sometimes we had so many people in the chat room, uh, you would have to have a number buddy. Gotcha. So uh, a friend of mine, uh, Corey Harris, who uh, used to live down here in Raleigh, he uh, is in I want to say Cleveland now. He's a mm-hmm. teacher. Um, me and him were number buddies every year, and ironically, his birthday is the day before mine, so we're we're birthday buddies too. Gotcha. Um, but me and him won like two years in a row nice. as number buddies. So um, whenever the WWE Network started offering mm-hmm. the pay-per-views for nine ninety nine a month, mm-hmm. you know, along with the rest of the WWE Network uh, video collection, I knew I had to bring this game to every Royal Rumble party, mm-hmm. and it's been so much fun. Because for a lot of diehard wrestling fans, like WrestleMania is the big one. WrestleMania is the big show. It's the big event every year. Not the wrestler. The big yeah, show. yeah, not him. 
But it's a giant, you know, the biggest stadium with all the pyrotechnics, with all the biggest, flashiest things you can get. And the winner of this Royal Rumble goes, get, get, yeah. gets to, uh, a title shot for the main title, whichever title is on their brand, or they get mm-hmm. to pick the title for re- the uh, match at WrestleMania. But for me, I've always loved the Royal Rumble more because for me, if you know, sometimes I'm more caught up on wrestling, and honestly, I haven't watched it in the past couple of months. I, I know generally kind of what's happening. I'll, I'll check in every once in a while, you know, on a, a YouTube recap or something, but I haven't watched it in a while, but I'm just as excited because you don't have to. The fun part, You can too, come in blind. Yes, and you just get to be excited because... It typically does not happen this way, but there's potential to be 30 people in a ring all at one time. Yeah, there, there's creative spots involved. There's mm-hmm. some comedy. Um, you, there's underdogs. There's you know. There's always surprise guests that I you. I mean, it's surprise entrants are huge. Yes, um, there's, there's a part of that every year. Every year, there's at least one to two, if not more. Like some someone's music will hit, and it's like we haven't seen this person in five years. Where yes, come? I mean, last year it was Rey Mysterio. His yeah. number, his, his music hit when, at number 27, mm-hmm. I think. And it's like, he hasn't been in the WWE since 2015. Yeah. where I mean, and now he's back in the Rumble. I mean, and you would have random people. I remember like Honky Tonk Man came out at one Drew point. Carey yeah, showed Drew up Carey in the 2001 Royal Rumble. And that was just great. And like, he came in there and like the Hardy Boys um, eliminated each other. Mm-hmm. And so Drew's the only one in the ring. And then the countdown clock, Fire pyro hits and it's Kane. It's Kane and Drew Carey's like scared to death. He's offering Kane money and then Kane tries to grab him by the uh, by the throat for the choke slam and then the next number hits and it's Raven and mm-hmm. Drew Carey hops over the jump rope himself just to get away from Kane. It's, sure, I mean it's it's great. So I mean even if you're not a huge wrestling fan like me and Kyle mm-hmm. are, the Royal Rumble is it, it creates moments and it's just fun to watch. Um, I think for me it harkens back to like our video game conversation sure. over the uh, summer last year and something we'll get into later this year mm-hmm. about multiplayer sleepover games mm-hmm. or whatever um, we would just for like WWC or WWF or WC uh, W revenge games mm-hmm. we would just do a battle royal and because then that was the part, part of the fun was seeing who you'd come out with and you know like who am I going to get I might get Goldberg or I might get Juventud Guerrera, mm-hmm. or I might get Eric Bischoff. And mm-hmm. it's like, you, I mean, never you don't know. know. I mean, and you in could the get WWE, Linda McMahon. Yeah, in the WWF games, you could get Linda McMahon or the mm-hmm. fabulous Moolah or yeah. someone who's like, and the best part is, even when you got those characters, you can still kind of kick butt with them a yes. little bit. And you got like the Undertaker who's getting slapped around by this 78-year-old woman, the, um, the, uh, the fabulous Moolah, mm-hmm. who's just kicking his tail. Mm-hmm. And that, that's part of the fun of it. It so. is. And so, and the coolest thing too is—is is, is it two years now that the ladies' royal? This will be the, the third, women's royal rumble. This will be third? the third year, I believe, that they've had a women's royal rumble. And so that's awesome to see too, because the women's division has grown so much since so when we were kids. So much, where they're finally respected in the way they should have been respected a long time ago. But last year was the first year they main evented a WrestleMania yes. with the women's championship match, um, which the biggest star of the company still is, in my opinion, Becky Lynch. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, she just kind of took everything by storm. You had Ronda Rousey, mm-hmm. huge crossover star last year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she was in that main event of WrestleMania. She actually made her debut at the first Royal Rumble after the women, that Royal Rumble main mm-hmm. evented that year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then to top it all off, Ronda Rousey comes off to kind of cap off the night. Yeah. And that's just a huge moment as well. So let's uh, let's get into some of our um, like our favorite particular Royal Rumbles or Royal Rumble moments. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you uh, you said you didn't really pick like particular Royal Rumbles, but you have some moments. Sure. So we'll kind of combine these two categories together. Okay. Um, so what do you got? My first one's the only one I can remember specific year, but uh, 1998. Yes. The three faces of Foley. Yes. I've always been a giant Mick Foley fan. Uh, for those of you that don't know him, you know he's he's had many characters over the time. He's literally just been himself, Mick Foley, but uh, also he's been Cactus Jack, 
Mankind. And Dude, Dude Love. Dude Love. Uh, during this Royal Rumble, he came out as all three different characters. Yes, or at different points. Personas. So he started at number one. With Cactus with, Jack. With, with um, Cactus Jack and Chainsaw Charlie, which was his partner. And I remember mm-hmm. this Rumble. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember the story about me breaking the kid's nose a couple, last summer. I do. Um, this was that Royal Rumble. And Chainsaw Charlie was Terry Funk with pantyhose over his face and a chainsaw. It was, it and was they creepy, would, though, back in the day. Though. Well, they, would tra- they traded chair shots. Like, yes. Cactus Chat would hit him with a chair, and then he would stop and hand the chair to Terry Funk, mm-hmm. and then he would hit him back with the mm-hmm. chair. And so, I mean, that's how that rumble started. And so it went back and forth. Eventually, he gets eliminated. Gets, and to specify, to get eliminated, you, you have, have to, to be thrown over the top, over the top rope, rope, and both feet have to hit the floor. That's important. Yes. Uh, but Mankind, a little while later, comes out. Mick Foley, once again, but different persona now, has re-entered the rumble. A little while later, he gets knocked out again. And then at here number comes 28, here comes Dude, Dude Love. Love. <laughs> so it's the only time in history that one person, I don't know if it's multiple, but at least three times for sure, definitely has ever come out in the same match. And definitely. like I said, me just being a big McFoley fan, that was just the awesomest thing because now you're, one of your favorites gets kicked out and you're kind of just, you know, the air's out of your sails, the wind's out of your sails. You're not as excited. Here he comes again. Yeah. <laughs> and then when he comes again, unfortunately, Mick Foley didn't win that year, but the no. fact that he was in the ring three different times as three different personas is really awesome. an awesome thing to go back and watch. Just the excitement in the crowd that was there every time he came out to somebody else. Definitely. It was so unexpected. And then here the Jerry Lawler and Jim Ross kind of say, what? What is this? Yeah. And um, it's just really kind of cool. Um, uh, looking at specific moments uh, mm-hmm. in the Rumble, um, I'd be remiss if I didn't go ahead and mention uh, John Morrison and Kofi Kingston having mm-hmm. terrific save spots. And mm-hmm. our save spot is when you're almost eliminated, but you kind of save yourself at the last second. Yep. And there are several, like John Morrison got it started. Like he's very athletic and like, you know, so like he would get thrown over the top rope, but he would catch himself and like he would, or he would do like this backflip or he would land on his hands or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then when he left the WWF, Kofi K- Kingston started taking over that spot. Mm-hmm. There was one time where um, he was, um, caught from like another wrestler and thrown onto the table on the table like the announce table and the announce table didn't break. Mm-hmm. Well he borrowed John Bradfishall Layfield's chair and used mm-hmm. it as a pogo stick. And bounced his and way, bounced back, his to way back to the ring to get back in the ring. Mm-hmm. There was um there was one where he got thrown over the top rope and his feet landed on the steel steps at ringside but never hit the floor. Yep. So he had to work his way back he up bounced the steps. Himself back up. To um, to get, so those save spots. I mean, if you go on YouTube and look those up, mm-hmm. those are in, like some of them are more creative than others, but they're awesome to it see. Uh, even if they are a little contrived, and a lot of things, you know, they have to kind of the, the fun of wrestling. Kind of like is. we talked about last week with fantasy and mm-hmm. uh, creativity. The fun of wrestling is found in the creativity. Sometimes it is. Um, so that's one of my favorite moments. Um, what else do you have? That was literally the <laughs> that next was one really on my list. The only one. <laughs> no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't the only. But that was next on my list. But. Uh, Beyond the saves, I went back and was watching some of the classic, you know, or at least older Royal Rumbles. Because uh, as a kid, I didn't ever have any pay-per-views as a child. I didn't get to see these Royal Rumbles happen live. Uh, so to be- go back now on YouTube and to see these moments, uh, I think, I don't remember the year, you're a lot better at years and dates, but Yokozuna and Macho Man. 1993. 1993. Uh, same year Power Rangers came out. Yep. Uh, they're the final two in the match. Macho Man is on top of Yokozuna. Goes, for, goes, goes on the top rope does and, the elbow and does drop. the elbow and then goes for the pinfall. Yes, and for some reason he's pinning him. Well, you can't pin somebody to get out. Mm-hmm. And Yokozuna literally, 
does like a bench press and throws him over the top rope. From the ground. He's laying on his back and pushes a man off of himself, but so hard or so strongly that he throws him over the rope while he's still laying on his back yes. to win the Royal Rumble. Um, going along with that, uh, like winners, the 1992 Rumble. Mm-hmm. Um, but some consider it the best Royal Rumble ever. Okay. Uh, that was the year um, that um, back in 19, or I think it was 1991, um, the Undertaker defeated Hulk Hogan at Survivor Series to win the WWF Championship. Mm-hmm. Um, then WWF, before the Pandas got involved. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at Tuesday in Texas, there was a, you know, what they refer to as a screw job finish. Okay. Um, where someone got, you know, like there was like a bad count or whatever, mm-hmm. and they held the title up, which means it was vacant. No okay. one was the champion. They put it up for grabs in the two, 1992 Royal Rumble. Winner of that Rumble would win the WWF Championship. Okay. Um, Ric Flair had just come over from WCW, claiming to be the real world champion. He even mm-hmm. actually had he the still de- had the belt, the belt, like, and they had to end up like they ended up getting sued over it or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, he was claiming to be the real world's champion. And he came in at number three, which is the like so early. Like mm-hmm. usually, if you're one of the first couple of people in the mm-hmm. Royal Rumble, you've got to outlast 26, 27, 28, 29 other mm-hmm. guys. And it's just you know, especially early on in the Royal Rumble history, um, most of your winners were going to be found like in the last ten or so spots yeah. because it makes sense from a um, more stamina and cardiovascular standpoint. And he um, he outlasted everybody. He um, you know Hulk Hogan got eliminated by Sid Justice. He um, Flair. Um, was the last one in the ring, and he won the WWF Championship. And he gave this great interview afterwards, which I'm going to reference at the end of this podcast. Okay. Um, but that one of the best rumbles ever. That he went 50 plus minutes, mm-hmm. to, you know, to win the WWF Championship. Uh, fantastic. I have to go back rumble. and watch that one. It's a fantastic rumble. Um, other memorable moments for me. Um, I think it was 1997. Jerry the King Lawler, who was an announcer at this point, his music hits like he's mid sentence. And his music hits, so he stops talking, takes off his coat to reveal his yep. uh, his you know his uh, single strap singlet, mm-hmm. rolls in the ring and gets immediately eliminated. <laughs> he goes right. and then he goes right back to the NSF and finishes his thought. <laughs> <laughs> it, I mean, you can't make that up. And it was just it was re- they've done kind of stuff like that with the announcers before mm-hmm. uh, or later um, since I know JBL Booker T and mm-hmm. Michael Cole were all in the same Rumble mm-hmm. one year. Um, but that was the first time like an announcer got up from the table to be in the rumble. Um, really, really good stuff. And that goes along with my other, just, it's not a specific one, but it's the fact that the Royal Rumble, and we talked about it a little bit a while ago, but the surprise entrances in this, because there's like, we'll talk about it a little bit when we get to predictions, but there's a set of people that, you know, are going to be in this. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of vacancies where it could be a lot of current roster people, but then there's also always at least a couple. Like of, maybe it's a legend, yeah, you know, or pers- someone who has who wasn't in the WWE and has signed a new contract. And so, you know, big surprise. Or maybe this it's is where a celebrity. They premiere. Yeah, you never know with these type of things. And so, you know, just a quick, you know, reference. John Cena returned to 2008, which is like one of the one biggest of, explosions. Oh my goodness! And this is back when like the fans. He John Cena was a good guy. Yeah, but he, his act had kind of kind of gotten stale. He had to vacate the title back in October of two thousand seven, mm-hmm. and they were saying he was going to have to be out from anywhere between eight and twelve months with the torn pectoral. Mm-hmm. Four months later, they're in Madison Square Garden. Number thirty hits. Triple H is standing in the ring. There's other people kind of on the ground, but he's just waiting. And then you hear the 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 John Cena theme, dun, mm-hmm. dun, and the roof 
They for, it just blows off the place. Mm-hmm. They forget momentarily that they hate John Cena. Yeah. It's one of the biggest crowd pops, and he just stands out there, and we're thinking, oh, my goodness, what is this? Could mm-hmm. it be? And he comes back from a pectoral injury in four months, and mm-hmm. it's insane. He ends up winning that rumble. He does. Uh, there's some others like we said Ray Mysterio came back mm-hmm. I remember being at your house I typically end up sitting on the floor eating food watching these things yes and thank you for sacrificing no I love it like, we only out. have like five seats in the living room on the couch and then I'm a big dude so it's cool to lay down and just stretch out but uh, Ray Mysterio's music kit and I loved whenever I watched WCW when I was a younger kid Ray Mysterio was the person I loved because typically back then you had really big dudes Ray Mysterio wasn't so much a big dude. He was a smaller guy, but he was so athletic. He was Lucha Libre. He was like a superhero with his mask. He really he was. He flip around the ring like nobody's business. And so he comes back, and you're watching this guy that you, know, you remember from your childhood. He's in better shape now than he was then. Yeah. And so you see him in this ring going around doing all sorts of crazy stuff and just being just as strong as he was, if not better than was back in the day. Uh, so that was one that really hit me. The same way, too, uh, Another one is Diesel. He came out. It was Kevin Nash had been yeah. in WCW with NWO, all that stuff. Also Super Shredder. Yeah, Super Shredder Ninja Turtles 2 when he had some spare time. Uh, but he comes out, his music hits, and everybody's just astonished. And he's not coming back, back as Kevin Nash. No, he's He back. comes back as Big Daddy Cool Diesel. The character, you know, the persona he portrayed when he, when was, he in was in WWF. So he takes his slow, he's a giant he, he dude. He puts on the glove, he mm. does the little, you know, horn thing. Mm-hmm. and Oh, it, it, that, that was awesome. And then uh, I'll throw in one that honestly is not that special, but the fact, I think it was last year, we were at your house, and the hurricane comes in. Now, yeah. the, the hurricane's from North Carolina. So that's Smith, uh, Smithfield, North Carolina, Sugar yeah. Shane Helms. I've seen him in Walmart before. Like It's one of those things that you're not expecting. You know, He had his big run and everything else, and he's still doing a lot of stuff. I think We he's saw doing... him at an indie show yeah. back at the uh, the S-Rack. Him and the Hardy Boys teamed yeah. up in the main event. And I know he's like works with WWE now, like he's with a former center or producer yeah, now. Yeah. yeah. So he does some other stuff in the background now, but all of a sudden, you know, we're at your house and we're, you know, laughing, having a good time at Rumble. His music hits. Stand back. There's a hurricane coming through. And, you know, the roof about blew off your house. Yeah. We were so excited. Well, we were marking out, man. <laughs> he was coming running down and we're super excited. You're doing choke holds on people or choke slams. That's, yeah. Was it John Cena? Uh huh. That one didn't work, but he did get somebody. Anyway, he got eliminated, whatever. He has one of my favorite moments mm-hmm. um, in, in the 2002 Royal Rumble. Yes. Steve Austin and mm-hmm. Triple H are the only two in the ring. Stone Cold. Stone Cold Steve Austin and, and the, the, the cerebral assassin, the game, mm-hmm. Triple H. And they're, they're going nose to nose. They haven't made contact yet. They've eliminated everyone else. And then the Hurricanes music hits. And he comes down the ring and he puts Triple H in a choke hold like he's going to choke him. And then he sees Steve Austin and he puts him, in, him in a choke. And then Steve Austin, Triple H, they're bitter enemies. And they look at each other and they're like, let's just get rid of this Jermon. And they just throw him out of the mm-hmm. ring. And it's hilarious. <laughs> Um, so so many good things. Um, a couple other things, uh, like um, just funny moments. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe it was the 2010. It might be. Two, I think it might be 2012. Actually, okay. Mick. Fo- that's actually Mick Foley's last match in WWE. Mm-hmm. Um, he he's in the Rumble. Yes, he puts on Socko. Mm-hmm. Then you have Santino Morella who puts on the Cobra, and, and you have Socko versus the Cobra, and they fight battling it out. It out. In and the middle of the Royal Rumble, it's we awesome. can't explain that well enough over just <laughs> your ears listening to us. Look it up Go on look YouTube. YouTube. Mick Foley, Santina Morella, Royal mm-hmm. Rumble. Um, it, it's just high comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, there's been some interesting moments with Hornswoggle, and I think last year mm-hmm. um, in the women's Rumble, mm-hmm. um, one of the uh, women's competitors, Zelina Vega, mm-hmm. who's the manager of Andrade Cien Almas, mm-hmm. or now known as Andrade, the United States Champion. Mm-hmm. 
Um, she thought she was going to get really smart. She was going to stay under the ring mm-hmm. the whole time because you can't get eliminated if you're not in the ring. That's true. It's a, it's a big brain, galaxy brain play there. Mm-hmm. Well, she kind of keeps poking her head out to see what's going on. And at some point, she feels someone grabbing her leg, and it's Hornswoggle, who's this, um, who's this uh, tiny person wrestler. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say midget. That sounds mm-hmm. offensive. Um, but he's this tiny person wrestler, and he's just he's aggravating her to death. And it's just so funny to watch her mm-hmm. run around screaming and running away from little yep. Hornswoggle. <laughs> um, one of my um, – a couple of more things real quick, yeah. and then we can move on. Um, watching Steve Austin in Royal Rumbles mm-hmm. was, was always a joy. Mm-hmm. Um, especially the 1999 Rumble was actually won by Vince McMahon, and the whole story of that Rumble was Vince McMahon was trying was offering a hundred thousand dollars for anyone to, who can eliminate Steve Austin from the Rumble. Austin was forced to enter number one, mm-hmm. and Commissioner Shawn Michaels entered Vince McMahon in at number two, and those were the, actually the last two in, and The Rock ends up interfering to um, so Steve will be uh, eliminated. Mm-hmm. But the uh, the story of Steve just getting um, targeted by good guys, bad guys, to mm-hmm. win that $100,000 was awesome. Yeah. But my favorite Rumble of uh, St- Steve Austin's was the 2001 Rumble. That was the first Rumble I was able to order at home because okay. we had just gotten Satellite. Nice. And it was one of my favorite pay-per-views for the longest time. They had a great Triple H um, versus Kurt Angle WWE title match mm-hmm. prior to that, um, which was rare because they were both heels or bad guys. Mm-hmm. And you, so you had a bad guy versus bad guy match, which is rare in WWE. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Steve Austin and Kane... Um, like they just kind of Kane eliminated like ten guys or eleven guys in that match, mm-hmm. um, which it was a record at the time. I think Roman Reigns has eclipsed it since then, and then um, mm-hmm. Braun Strowman uh, did it in the the fifty man Rumble, mm-hmm. um, throwing over like thirteen or fourteen people. Mm-hmm. Um, but just watching them go out and that Rumble had your surprises. You had Honky Tonk Man, as mm-hmm. you mentioned earlier. You had Drew Carey. You had the return of Haku, mm-hmm. who was the WCW reigning hardcore champion at the time. Yep. Uh, he's better known as Ming in WCW. Mm-hmm. He comes back. Um, just so many great moments there. Um, and then, like the year prior in 2000, I, I know I just keep rambling. No, you're I good. can talk about this forever. Mm-hmm. Um, the Rock won that Rumble, and um, that Rumble's notable. One, it was the debut of uh, Taz, um, mm-hmm. who uh, was Kurt Angle's mystery partner. It was the first ever tag team tables match, the Hardys versus Dudley Boys on the undercard. And there was a brutal street fight uh, match for the championship, Triple H versus Cactus Jack. Mm-hmm. But prior to the Rumble, The Rock was given an interview, and he was talking about the ones he um, feared the most. And he's like, you know, Crash Holly, you know, mm-hmm. D'Lo Brown, um, Grandmaster Sexy. And, you know, just talking about all these nobodies. And, he, mm-hmm. you know, he ends up winning that Rumble. Um, you know, just The Rock, it wasn't one of the better Rumbles, but just The mm-hmm. Rock makes a lot of stuff memorable. Oh, sure. And then on one last note. Sure. Um, like I said, I could talk forever and ever about this. Um, well, two last notes then. Mm-hmm. Um, for the longest time, the 2004 Rumble was my favorite. Okay. And uh, part of that was my favorite wrestler, Chris Benoit, mm-hmm. was entered in number one, mm-hmm. and he won that Rumble. Um, he was kind of the workhorse wrestler of, sure. of the company. Um, he was never thought to be main event talent. Mm-hmm. So he wins this Rumble by eliminating like the big show at the end and yeah. saw all these other people, and he ends up winning the title at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. It's no, I, I can't enjoy it now um, because of the circumstances surrounding Chris Benoit's death that happened in 2007. Um, but at the moment, at the time, sure, that was lacked, a big thing. It was kind of like Ric Flair in '92. Those who grew up watching, um, you know, Ric Flair, him lasting the entire Rumble, mm-hmm. basically. For me, that's what Crispin Wall was like. Sure. Um, the 2005 Rumble is a favorite because that was like the signal of new blood with John Cena and Batista, mm-hmm. and they actually eliminated each other at the end, and that was not a planned spot. No, it was supposed to be Batista. 
um, eliminating John Cena, but they end up both going over the rope. And Vince McMahon's furious. He so is. he runs down the ring, and then when he gets in the ring, he tries to stand up. He ends up tearing both quads. So he's sitting down on the ring mat, barking out orders to restart the match. And the tough guy that he is would not he would not accept like a wheelchair or anything. He was going to walk back under his own power. Well, I was on listening two torn quad deceps muscles. I was listening to something earlier. I watched on YouTube edge, a famous wrestler yes, as well. Edge, Adam Copeland. He was doing, you know, there were, he was doing like a live show or whatever, like talking. And he was talking about this moment. He said, a lot of people remember this John Cena and Batista. He said, what a lot of people don't remember is I was the third person. I was the last one before yeah, them to got thrown right. out. He's like, so, you know, I'm getting up and I'm walking back up the ramp and I hear like, or I turn and see both of them hit the ground and they literally both hit at the same time. He said, and I look and here he comes, he said Vince McMahon. He's like, he's always got some sort of like stagger to him, a swagger and yeah, how he so walks. He has this great he, walk. He does. He said, you know, he's a giant dude. He's like, you know, talks about, you know, Edge talks about how he's, you know, muscular where he's worked out a ton, but he's not the most athletic out of the bunch, but. The fact is he's come walking out with even an extra more powerful walk this time where he's just so upset about this. And then as he jumps in the ring, both of his like his legs hit the the side of the ring going in. He said, I turn and you look and he stands up and he you know falls right to his, his, to his bum or whatever. Mm-hmm. Then he tries to do it again and falls down again. Yep. And he said, oh no, something's not good. He said, and at that moment, I knew I need to get out of here. Yes. He said, I went straight to the dressing room because I didn't want to be there when he came back through. That's right. And like you say, you go back and watch this now. He's sitting there barking orders about how this match is going to have to get restarted or do whatever. And like you say, he walks back. And Edge said that, you know, he's back there in the dressing room and they're getting word from, you know, higher ups stay out of the hallway. Yeah. Stay out of the hallway. <laughs> don't get close. Vince McMahon is coming down. He's not willing to let anybody help him. He's not willing to be on, you know, a stretcher or a wheelchair. This man is walking down the hallway with two torn quads to get to his limo to take him to the hospital to get it fixed. He wouldn't let an ambulance come, nope. but he was so much, you know, in himself that a man walking with two torn quads is walked from the ring, walking down the hallway out to the parking lot to get his limo to leave. Uh, and he said, you know, it's just a biggest moment. Even him as a wrestler talking about that, about how he felt he needed to stay out of the hallway, just how big of an ordeal that was. Insane. Uh, that's a memorable moment. It's that type of thing. You don't randomly see, but you're like, as a person watching, you're like, why is that man laying, like, sitting down? Why is he, you know, what, what in the world? You didn't realize the dude had just torn two quads. Absolutely. I'll uh, tell you one more real, okay. real quick, and then we'll, we'll move on. Yeah. Um, the 2016 Royal Rumble. Um, this match was for Roman Reigns' WWE Championship. Um, you know, Triple H made him enter number one. Mm-hmm. Number three hits, and you hear this strange music, and it's awesome. And it's AJ Styles. Mm-hmm. And AJ Styles had never set foot in the WWE before. Mm-hmm. He was um, in the, uh, the TNA Impact, mm-hmm. um, Total Nonstop Action Wrestling. Um, for the longest time, he was in New Japan. Mm-hmm. He was considered the best wrestler in the world who did not work for WWE. Mm-hmm. Um, he was an incredible athlete. His music hits, and another one of those John Cena mm-hmm. musics, um, moments where the roof just blows off the place and that kind of forever like they were going to bring him in and just kind of let him just kind of be like a mid-card player but then they saw the reaction mm-hmm. they were worried he was too small or not enough people knew him mm-hmm. and then the 
fan reaction just kind of blew blew the roof off the place, yeah. you know, and where he's given WWE title shots, and then he ends, ends up being champion later that mm-hmm. year. He was champion for over a year. Yeah. I mean, and, like, all because of that fan reaction to him being a surprise entrant into the Rumble. Um, one of my favorite moments. We um, had that persona, too, where I hadn't watched wrestling in a long time until mm-hmm. we started watching the Rumbles at your house, Yeah, which got me hooked on watching it again. And he had that persona and that, you know, the fans loved him so much that he was one over with them. That when I started watching it, it made it seem like he'd been around in WWE for the past 10 years. Absolutely, forever. Where I, honestly, I was like, okay, I'm kind of over this guy. Where's some new people? And it's like, well, actually, he just got here. He just got ago. here, absolutely. So, anyway, uh, take us into our next section, Kyle. This next section, there's a couple of ways to look at it, but Eric and I kind of discussed and said, if we could pick anybody, or a couple people anyway, to come back and, and fight in this 2020 Rumble, this one that's, yes. that's happening tonight for those that are listening now, who will we pick if in their prime? In now, their not, prime. not just, you know, some may have even passed away, but to come back at this point in their absolute best health prime moment right now and stick them in the middle of the Rumble, who are some people we would like to see in this? And maybe a little why or whatever you want to do. Um, I think it's just fun because for Eric and I both, we both grew up watching, you know, WCW, you know, or at least Eric listened to it, you know, or heard it one way or the other. Uh, and in WWF too, it's kind of cool just to think about some of these people the same way you would play a video game now and stick some of these characters in, you know, because you the people that got you into it where you loved wrestling because of these people yes. aren't around anymore. Or if they are, they're, you know, they're older now. Uh, so who would we pick? Uh, I'll start off with one. I would love to see Macho Man in the in the ring That's in a Royal Rumble. Fantastic. Uh, growing up, I loved Macho Man. I loved the colorful outfits he had. Like it got me into wrestling. Where this dude is wearing these giant like hats that are multicolored cowboy hats and sunglasses. The suits, you know, everything about him was super bright at the time. Same way, like he's in all the Slim Jim commercials. Like he's hitting me from everywhere. Like growing up as a kid. And I just loved his personality. He's loud. He's over the top. Like if you go back and watch some of his like interviews or you know little segue type things, they're hilarious to watch because sometimes you don't even know if he has a clue what he's saying. Yeah. But it's hilarious just because he's so full of energy. You know, you and I will joke around about that sometimes with energy and stuff. I think it'd just be cool to see just you know the energy he had, the the fierceness he would have in his face once he got upset in some of these matches. Um, I would love to just see him randomly thrown into the Rumble. Unfortunately, he passed away. He passed away in 2014. Yeah, but um, I'd love to see him now. You know, top health. Definitely. Um, I'm going to um, go to an Attitude Era entrant. Okay. Um, and I'm going to pair him with a more recent entrant. Yeah. Um, Stone Cold Steve Austin. I'd love to see Stone Cold. Um, just, you know, he, um, he's still involved in WD in uh, different ways. He has the Broken Skull like sessions like mm-hmm. the, where he talks to people. It's just fun to see him recounting moments. I know he had, a, he had a great episode on the WWE Network, The Undertaker, mm-hmm. which was fantastic because one, you got to see under, The Undertaker out of character, which mm-hmm. is rare. Mm-hmm. Um, and But Steve Austin, um, just fantastic. But I'd like to see him with CM Punk. That would be who, great. Um, CM Punk uh, has not wrestled since the 2014 Royal Rumble. That was his last match. He walked out of the company. Uh, he actually does stuff. Uh, he's employed by Fox, mm-hmm. um, not WWE, but he... Um, is a um, contributor on their WWE backstage on FS1 on Tuesday nights at 11 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, he was just a fantastic wrestler who we kind of felt like he was kind of done in his prime. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, um, watching those two go at it in a rumble mm-hmm. would be amazing for me, in my opinion. So um, those two, for sure. I'm going to throw these two kind of in there together because it's all more of a nostalgic type thing for me. First, I would love to see Sting 
come in and yes. his prom because Sting was one of the only wrestlers from WCW that never, at least the bigger names, had never been involved with the WWF or WWE. But the past, you know, handful of years ago, somewhere he came back and fought. I think uh, uh, he fought Triple H at the Triple WrestleMania H. 31. He fought Seth Rollins at Night of Champions, and that was his last. And he match. hurt his he back. Hurt. Um, I think he did two other matches on Raw. One where he was teaming up. Um, I want to say it was with Cena against Big Show and Seth Rollins. Mm-hmm. And there was another Raw match, too. So that's it. He, uh, his overall WWE record, two and two. Well, like we had talked about, I feel like when we talked about wrestling at some point on the podcast before, Sting was the good guy. When yes. NWO happened and they took over WCW, I was, I was in it. As a kid, I believed every single thing that was said on that show, every little bit. You know, and growing up first, same way with Macho Man. Sting was super bright colors, the surfer type dude, you know, blonde hair. Always colored his face, like painted his face with super bright colors. Well, all of a sudden, he, he disappears for a long time and comes back as like this crow-like character. So I can just imagine, if you're talking Royal Rumble, middle of the match, the whole stadium goes dark. And then all of a sudden, you know, you see Sting descend from the rafters as he used to do yes. into a ring with a baseball bat because it's a Royal Rumble. Why not have a baseball bat in the middle of it and just go into town? So I take him there. The other one that I take out of nostalgic I'd love to see Ric Flair. Yes. And you throw him in. Ric Flair, point of view, the dude's just wearing some trousers. You know, his, his style there is not great. Entrance mm-hmm. is amazing. He's a style and profile and son of a gun. But just his personality, if you could take him, you know, in his prime, you know, that long flowing blonde hair, his, his everything about him, you throw him inside the ring with somebody now in a Royal Rumble, just all of the stuff you would get out of him. I would love to see that now. Definitely, definitely. Um, the, the last one that I, I will kind of mention or last mm-hmm. couple that I'll like to mention, um, Kurt Angle, mm-hmm. I'd um, love he, to see he just retired last year. Um, and, um, he didn't spend a lot of years in WWE. He had a long wrestling career, but he spent most of his time. Uh, he started in WWE and spent most of his time in TNA. Mm-hmm. Um, but just to see him in his prime, you know, one of these wrestling machines, he had a great showing in the Oh four rumble, mm-hmm. um, for sure. And then, um, I guess like, Harkening back to the WCW days, mm-hmm. um, Goldberg. That would be good. Um, Goldberg. Which um, he was in a Royal Rumble. He was in a Royal Rumble, but not, Rumble, his, prime, but so not his prime. Yeah, he was in, you know, when he was older. Um, and he was in one when he was in w, uh, in the 2004 Rumble um, when he was in the WWE for his first run. But Can you I, imagine, though? I like, want to see 1998 Goldberg mm-hmm. face off against 1998 Steve Austin. Coming in the ring, can you uh-huh. imagine his music hits? The pop happens like it would have been insane. Absolutely, uh, I've got a couple more. One now that we finally have a women's rumble. Oh yes, of course. I would have loved to see China in this. Now right. China competed in the men's division, yep. uh, and she did great in that year for what she did. She was number thirty in the '99 rumble. Mm-hmm. She entered in the mid-teens in 2000. So to see her now, though, mixed in the ring, like I would love to see her and Nia Jax in a ring together. Right. Uh, Nia Jax is one of the bigger ladies, too, out of the women division. Super strong. Samoan Nia Jax woman. has appeared in a men's rumble. She has. Uh, <laughs> I think last year, actually. Yeah. So for that, you know, and to see how strong, just how overtaking she could be, you know, Nia Jax in the rumble whenever she was fighting everyone else. I would love to see her and China in the rump, like in the rumble together where you've got, you know, Everybody else on the wayside laying down, as you typically see at some point in Rumble, and all of a sudden they turn around and it's just the two of them left in a ring. I'd love to see how that goes down. Uh, um, go ahead. We did see her in a more recent Rumble. Um, she was past her prime. But mm-hmm. if they had women's Royal Rumbles, and we had like just better women's wrestling in the early sure. 2000s, 
Lita. Yes. And Trish Status. Those I would love to see those two. Um, they've been in the recent Rumbles, you know, coming back as legends and stuff. Yeah. But um, but not in their prime. Not though. in their prime. And two more I would like to see, and it's kind of how you talked about in the beginning. I'd love to see these two on, you know, going against each other. I'd love to see Braun Strowman and Yokozuna. Yes. Now, Yokozuna was giant, you know, big, big dude. I would love to see him and Braun Strowman going at it just for the overall size of that happening in a ring together. But in that same sense, I would love to see Braun Strowman and Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan's known for always, you know, being in these type of situations where he, you know, flipped Yokozuna down, picked him up and threw him down. Andre the Giant picked him up and threw him down. You look at Braun Strowman now and see how big this dude is when he's compared against some of these other people. A monster among men. You know, for one of those moments to see the classic Braun Strowman, you know, tearing him down, Hulk Hogan doing that rev up where all of a sudden the crowd's getting him going again, where he's starting to pound on anything Braun Strowman does to him. He just takes it and gets bigger and bigger and bigger. To see him scoop him up and slam him in the ring just for that nostalgic type aspect would be cool to see. Definitely. I actually have an, a late addition. Um, now that you're bringing up the Hulses, mm-hmm. um, I love a good Hulse battle. And, mm-hmm. you know, Hulses, you know, I guess characterized as someone who's like really, really big. Yeah. Um, I have one more I want to, or one or two I want to mention. Sure. And then I, a, a memory that I left off. Okay. Um, Andre the Giant. I want to see him in a rumble with mm-hmm. guys like Braun Strowman, Yokozuna, mm-hmm. Vader. Um, that would be awesome. Uh, Big Show, mm-hmm. um, Undertaker, Roman Reigns, Goldberg, all these hulses. Because typically you may have one to two of them in a ring at a time. Part of the story will revolve around how you're going to get this guy over the top rope. You have 10 people but trying Andre to get Andre the Giant over. was the original. Yeah. How, I mean, he was like, they have a battle royal named after him now mm-hmm. because he was so good in battle royals. Mm-hmm. Um, to, to see these legendary just hulses. Um, big men get in the awesome. ring, um, and then you see like, you have guys like Goldberg, who's a power guy, but he's not really a big guy. Mm-hmm. But he's known for throwing people around like jackhammers, mm-hmm. super, whatever. And then he's up against these behemoths. Sure, um, just you know, he's no longer the strongest. Like the story that can kind of go along with that, mm-hmm. I'd like to see that as well. Mm-hmm. Speaking of big men, mm-hmm. my one forgotten memory, and then we can move on to predictions for this year's Rumble mm-hmm. in the 2000 Rumble. I mentioned it earlier. Um, Rikishi and Too yep. Cool. <laughs> um, they are they were these dancing, you know, they danced to their music. They were good time, having a good time. Um, Grandmaster Sex, they started, um, was one of the first people in the Rumble. Mm-hmm. And then Rikishi gets in the Rumble, and he starts eliminating everybody. Mm-hmm. And then Scotty Tuati comes in after Rikishi, and the ring is cleared except for the three members of Too Cool, Grandmaster Sex, Rikishi, and Scotty mm-hmm. Tuati. So they hand Rikishi the sunglasses, they pose, the lights go down, and the music plays, and they start dancing. And it's awesome. It it's is. It's just such a great moment. And then while Grandmaster and Scotty are busting a move, Rikishi, who's a good guy, mm-hmm. and he's still a good guy after this, mm-hmm. takes his two buddies and just throws Does them over, over the, the rope and says, guys, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Title shot. Yep. I'm, I'm sorry. So, anyway. Um, let's jump into our, uh, our, our preview and our predictions now. Like Kyle said, we're not really super like connected with the current wrestling landscape. Um, we know of, I guess, some basic things kind of going on, mm-hmm. um, but we're not like... We don't watch it weekly. Like I don't we watch it weekly like we used to. If they would put on better shows, maybe we yeah, would. You know. WWE, shout out. Um, if you're listening. If you're listening. The other thing is we're using the most up-to-date card that we have As available right to us on January 14th. Now, the Rumble is going to be on January 26th, so we're talking a good, what, 12 days later? Okay. Yeah. 
So uh, there might be a more up-to-date card before this comes out, but we're only using what we have now because that's we, when we're recording. We can't see into the future. So uh, we're going to go with rumored matches first. Um, these are not confirmed to be happening. In fact, we had to take one off because it was it's actually going to happen on Raw next week. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have two rumored matches. The first one is for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bailey, who has been awesome since her heel mm-hmm. turn, um, versus Lacey Evans. Mm-hmm. Um, what are your predictions for that, Kyle? Bailey is probably... If I've watched wrestling in the past couple of years, the women's division is what I've watched more. Right. It's been more entertaining. You've got such talent that's growing there. It's been awesome to see. Bailey has been one of my favorite characters or wrestlers over the past couple of yes. years. So, and even though now that she's turned heel, where for those out there that don't know the wrestling terms, she's a bad person now. Uh, I love the character she has just yeah. because she's, I follow her Instagram, so you almost get like a little bit more of a personal note to some of these people. So I really like her. There's part of me that thinks that she's had the title for a while now, so they may let Lacey Evans have it. Right. But deep down, if I'm choosing who I hope to win, it's Bailey. I'm yep. hoping Bailey takes this away. I think there's still more to be had between her and Lacey Evans where they can build this up maybe if they want. But I don't disagree. Um, Lacey Evans is – she's still a work in progress. She actually mm-hmm. made her wrestling um, WWE debut last year in the Rumble. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she was number one or number two. And um, she's recently turned into a, a good guy mm-hmm. or a baby face. Um, and she's trying really hard. I think she does have some potential. But I really think the money match is Bailey versus Sasha Banks. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't know if that's what they're working to because Bailey and Sasha are aligned right now. Mm-hmm. But at some point, I mean, they had such a fantastic match um, in NXT um, mm-hmm. several times, uh, the most notable at. Uh, uh, NXT TakeOver Brooklyn, mm-hmm. and then they also had an, a 30-minute Iron Woman match or Iron Man match at NXT Respect TakeOver mm-hmm. Respect. And um, that those were the matches that really kind of helped submit the women's division. First, in NXT when it was developmental. Mm-hmm. Um, now it's kind of its own third brand. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, based off the strength of those matches kind sure. of helped elevate both the women's division. Uh, they were still known as divas at the mm-hmm. time um, in WWE, but they were women wrestlers in mm-hmm. NXT. Um, so I know they have the capability of putting on an excellent match. I think um, I'm kind of hoping that's what they end up building towards. So I'm going to go with Bailey to keep the title. She's having the best run of her career at this she point. Is. She was a super over babyface, big crowd mm-hmm. favorite in, in NXT where they tape in, uh, in Orlando mm-hmm. uh, every few weeks. And now they're doing live shows every week in Orlando. But when she got to the main roster, she kind of floundered for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. But I think she's really found her stride here. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't see them t- putting the title on Lacey Evans. Now, this is WWE, so they're Who probably going to put the title on Lacey mm-hmm. Evans because I don't think that's the right move. But they don't do the right thing sometimes. So That's true. Uh, the other rumored match that we have listed here is uh, Shinsuke Nakamura, who's the Intercontinental Champion, putting his title on the lawn versus Braun Strowman. I think they were originally going to put this match on at the TLC pay-per-view in December, but Braun had a um, back injury. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wonder if they're going to pull the trigger on him getting a title reign now. Shinsuke is usually um, uh, flanked by Sami Zayn, who's kind of his manager slash um, uh, like speaker. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's also a pretty decent res- a pretty good wrestler. And Cesaro has also been a part of that group as well, so there might not be a numbers game against Braun. Mm-hmm. Um, he's never actually held a singles title mm-hmm. in the WWE. He, um, he has held the tag team titles. Uh, once with Seth Rollins, mm-hmm. and then once with a kid, Nicholas, uh, Nicholas, <laughs> who was ten years old at the time, that was picked randomly um, out of the crowd, randomly out of the crowd. But he's been kind of stopping going when it comes to his uh, his singles career uh, push. He's never got the big title. I wonder if they're going to put the Intercontinental title on him to see if 
you know, I guess to kind of make up for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also feel like they're kind of putting him in this match possibly to keep him out of the Rumble because when he's in the Rumble, you got to figure out, well, how is he going to be eliminated if he's not going to win it? Mm-hmm. So what are your thoughts? Um, I, I think I, I think they do put the, uh, the title on Braun Strowman. Coming from a fan side of it, where I'm just hoping my favorite person wins, uh, Braun Strowman. I love the dude. He's from North Carolina. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Country yeah. strong. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and got the tattoo on his arm. That's where you like Eric started raising his arm to flex it, but then my mom like, wait, is he saying I'm wrong? But uh, I love the dude's personality. He is awesome. And once again, we live in a world where we can follow these people on Instagram, and you're not following the character; you're following the person. And so you get to see a little bit more into their personal lives, things they're involved in, things, you know, I'd like to hang out with that dude. Like, he's into Supras, he's into cars, building cars that go fast, everything else. You know, he's a person I'd love to just hang out with. Uh, and plus, I think he just earned, he deserves it. He deserves the title, you know, reign for a while. I'd love to see him take the whole thing and go and see what happens. But I don't think they're going to give it to him yet. There's still so many bigger names, I feel like. But like you said, I think it's a good opportunity to see what happens if he does get a title. If we, um, if we were not living in the reign of, Brock Lesnar wrestling five matches a year. Mm-hmm. I think he would have gotten the title two years ago. Sure. I think they really missed the boat. Mm-hmm. He was more he was as popular as he was ever going to be mm-hmm. two years ago when he first faced Braun Strowman. Um, I think it was at the October pay-per-view in 2017. Um, and when he faced Brock Lesnar. When he faced Brock Lesnar. Sorry. And um, and he, he didn't win that match. Um, he had another opportunity um, when he cashed in at the sale paper, mm-hmm. pay-per-view. Um, and um, against Roman Reigns, mm-hmm. he didn't win that match. He faced Brock again at a Saudi Arabia show. Mm-hmm. He didn't win that match, and I think he's just been kind of floundering mm-hmm. ever since, and um, I think they've just kind of missed the boat on him, and I, um, I hope it's not too late for him because this is kind of how they treated the Big Show. They stopped mm-hmm. treating him like a big deal, mm-hmm. and he was, let me get, get, I mean, get this straight, Big Show was not the greatest wrestler, but he was a great attraction, Sure, but they made him like to be a regular guy, mm-hmm. and I know they're, they have protected Brock Lesnar in the past, but at the expense of Braun Strowman, who's younger and might have more miles, and he can, he's there every week. So yeah. um, I hope they haven't missed the boat on him, but I fear that his time has unfortunately passed. So um, let's go into the confirmed matches now. Um, first one I got is Roman Reigns versus King Corbin. They're actually pulling double duty. Both of them are in the main rumble as well. Mm-hmm. Um, they've had a feud going back uh, for a few months. Mm-hmm. Um, Baron Corbin won the King of the Ring tournament, and he's just, you know, him and Roman Reigns have been the, kind of the cornerstone of the SmackDown feuding of, you know, without a title mm-hmm. since they've moved to Fox. Um, and they fought at the uh, TLC pay per view, and Reigns, Roman, uh, Roman Reigns lost that match. There was a lot of interference from Dolph Ziggler, King Corbin. Uh, ended up pinning him in a TLC match. And I know in the house show uh, circuit, they've been kind of pushing a loser eats dog food match. Mm-hmm. I hope that's not what they're going to end up adding as a stipulation, but I can see it. Yeah. Um, I think Roman Reigns wins this match and ends this feud. It needs to end already. I like Roman Reigns. He came back from leukemia mm-hmm. last year. Um, you know, he's in remission. Um, I think he's underrated as a worker. I think he's a fantastic, you know, just I love watching him in the ring. I know he's kind of like the new John Cena where he doesn't get a lot of respect. Some mm-hmm. of that's kind of um, since he's, you know, he, he had this cancer scare, his leukemia scare, uh, the fans have kind of appreciated him a little more. Mm-hmm. Um, but, man, they put him in some bad feuds sometimes, and I, I hate that they do that. Um, put him with a guy like Keith Lee from NXT and let him just mm-hmm. tear, the, tear the ring up. But I hope he wins this match and then he moves on because the Corbin experiment – it, it's it's a bust, man. You're taking this from me, who I'm always like, say March Madness when I'm filling out my my form. 
I always do horrible because I just pick the people I like and then let everybody else, you know, do whatever. You literally could take any wrestler ever and put them in the ring with Baron Corbin and I'd pick them. I I don't watch wrestling that often and I don't like this guy. Right. I haven't liked Baron Corbin in years. Anytime he's on the TV, I would yell at him to get off the TV. Like Eric's seen him like me get upset with this dude. I want, like, it's like one of those if we things. end up with him in the Royal Rumble party, we're gonna like openly okay, we don't want to win this one then. If Man. I win the, the the Funko Pop, I will give it back to you to get your money back. <laughs> That's how much I don't it's like this tainted. guy. Because like it, it's stupid. Because the point is like the reason like me hating him so much means he's doing his job perfectly. Yeah. That's what he's paid to do is but for me to I don't not hate like him. him because he's doing his like because he's a good bad guy. No. I hate him because he sucks. Yes. I mean the I fact hate to put it that way. That you wrestle in a vest and jeans bothers me. Like and I know he changes his outfit some now or like but he went through that period and I was like first off, years ago he had super long hair. Uh-huh. But it was more like a skullet. Yeah. Because there was nothing in the front and long hair in the back. Mm-hmm. And it just didn't work. So then he shaved his entire head, which was like, okay, cool. You finally did that. That works for you. And then now he gets out there. like, John Cena can wear jeans all day, and I'm cool with that. Do yeah, your thing. Absolutely. But not him. Baron no. Corbin, get out. Just no, go sorry. somewhere else. Who's winning this match? Anybody. Roman Reigns. <laughs> who? The referee. I'm, 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 talk, I, I'm talking about the, you know, Roman, Roman Reigns. Reigns. Okay, you Take got it. Roman. Okay. Um, unpopular prediction, and I, I hate to say this, but the WWE keeps pushing him. Yeah, Corbin. for no reason. So yeah, he's and I feel win. like he's going to win a title, like a major title this year. I hope. I hope I'm wrong, but come on, that's a TV breaker. Yes, it is. Um, next match uh, for the Raw Women's Championship: the champion Becky Lynch versus Asuka, who's uh, one half of the WWE Women's Tag Team Champions with Kerry mm-hmm. Sane. Um, this is one of the better feuds mm-hmm. um, that I can remember. Um, Becky Lynch has been the champion, the Raw Women's Champion since WrestleMania. She won, um, actually unified the belts at WrestleMania, lost the women's title a couple months later from SmackDown, mm-hmm. but she still has the Raw Championship. She actually hasn't defended it in a few months mm-hmm. um, where they just have not put a challenger, a noteworthy mm-hmm. challenger in front of her. But she wrestled Asuka last year at the Royal Rumble mm-hmm. when she was, when Asuka was the SmackDown Women's Champion and she did not win that belt. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, she did not beat Asuka. She ended up winning the Royal Rumble later that night mm-hmm. to get her title shot at WrestleMania. And Becky Lynch says, you know, my, champ, my championship reign means nothing if I can't go out and beat the one that I could not beat last year. Mm-hmm. And it makes total logical sense. You believe in the, in the uh, feud and the intensity. They're really... They they really kind of messed up Asuka for about a year. She had a great undefeated yeah, streak yeah. in NXT, and then they, um, you know, she lost to Charlotte Flair at WrestleMania 34, and then she just went on like this really bad streak. Mm-hmm. But they ended up rehabbing her a little bit last year, and that, you know, she built her back up to where she was. This is probably the one single match that I'm looking forward to the most because I know mm-hmm. they're hard hitting. They're going to put on a great show. Mm-hmm. My prediction is Becky Lynch gets over the hump and beats Asuka. Uh, to retain her championship. I will agree. There's part of me that wishes Oscar would win just for the fact of owning, you know, tag team and, and, you know, world heavyweight champion or women's champion. Uh, but I've got an idea of possibilities for the future. So I'll mention that later, but uh, Becky Lynch. Um, next match the, for the WWE Universal Championship match, the Fiend, Bray Wyatt, who's the champion, versus Daniel Bryan. Now, it's hard to really explain Bray Wyatt. Um, when he first debuted a few years ago, he was this back, uh, backwoods, like, hillbilly cult leader mm-hmm. um, where he talked about following the buzzards and he had his, his sheep followers. and He was creepy. Um, he was really creepy. He was a great promo. Um, and they just, again, they, he's another one that they kind of messed up a lot. Mm-hmm. 
But this past year, um, they, he kind of took several months off after mm-hmm. the injury, and he came back as this like Mister Rogers type, super like with a sweater, happy. super yep. super happy. He had his firehouse, uh, uh, fun, Firefly Funhouse, mm-hmm. um, which is a reference to his old persona, you know, where he talks about the fireflies, and mm-hmm. um, and he you know has these little puppets, and um, you know he's just you know gee golly and like just super mm-hmm. you know super happy and stuff. But then he transforms. Like went you know to the, what he calls the thing, mm-hmm. which is him wearing this super gruesome, scary mask, mm-hmm. and he's got the dreadlocks and the the weird lighting, and he ended up winning the championship from Seth Rollins in Saudi Arabia this past year, and um, and now he's uh, defending against Daniel Bryan, um, and I'm the Fiend character is really interesting to me um, because it's dual personality. Mm-hmm. Um, he wrestled as like regular firehouse or firefly funhouse against um, at Survivor Series. It was either against the Miz or against Daniel Bryan. It was one of the two. Mm-hmm. I want to say it was Daniel Bryan, and like he wrestled completely differently. Mm-hmm. Um, and but it, when you look at like the history of him wrestling people um, as the Fiend, um, he he wrestled Finn Balor mm-hmm. at SummerSlam and sent him back to NXT. Finn Balor is now a heel mm-hmm. in NXT. He wrestled Seth Rollins. And after Seth Rollins was done, you know, with that feud, Seth has turned into a bad guy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, kind of reverting back to his old persona as being, you know, an arrogant bad guy. Mm-hmm. Um, he wrestled um, The Miz. Mm-hmm. And now The Miz just turned heel a couple of weeks ago, yeah. reverting back to his previous um, his previous um, character. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that's done purposefully, mm-hmm. but it seems like everyone who runs into the Fiend um, reverts back to their previous character, um, whether it be in, you know, reverting back to being bad guys. And Daniel Bryan's previous character was he was the super e- friendly, eco, mm-hmm. like, you know, friendly guy with the eco friendly title belt and mm-hmm. all this other stuff. Um, before he turned into a good guy, uh, super friendly year. as in like environmentally, but in, environmentally personality, friendly, not he jerk. you know he was a jerk. Um, um, but even then, like he wrestled him, and he like he was still kind of in that between of heel face mm-hmm. kind of persona. But now he's reverting back to the yes chance, mm-hmm. and which we he was previously kind of swearing off a mm-hmm. little bit. So it's really interesting to see that. Uh, again, don't know if that's done purposefully, but I just I, it would be genius if that was. You know, everyone who wrestles the Fiend has changed forever. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of deep layer of psychology. Um, I love Daniel Bryan. I think the Fiend wins this one. I don't mm-hmm. think he's dethroned until WrestleMania, probably by Roman Reigns. But um, I think uh, I think Bray Wyatt wins this match. I agree. They just not you know the past couple of months he got his own Fiend Championship belt. Everything else is just running for him right now. He's got a lot of steam behind him. I just don't see him dropping it. Yeah, definitely. Um, Women's Royal Rumble. Uh, right now, we have four announced competitors. Mm-hmm. Charlotte Flair, Alexa Bliss, Nikki Cross, Sarah Logan, and there's 20 more, 26 more to be determined. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to throw out my winner now. I don't think our, the winner's announced. I think the winner of this match is Shayna Baszler from NXT mm-hmm. um, for a couple of reasons. One, um, they had a, we had a, a, a three-way match between all the women's champions at Survivor, Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. It was actually the, uh, the main event of Survivor Series. Shayna Baszler won that match, but at the end of the show, Becky Lynch just kind of threw her like into the crowd, maybe broke a tail or whatever, to, mm-hmm. for, so she could stand tall. Shortly after, Shayna Baszler lost the title in a fantastic match against, uh, to Rhea Ripley, and we have not seen Shayna Baszler on NXT TV since. 
Shayna Baszler is uh, a former, uh, like a teammate, like a close friend of Ronda Rousey, Mm -hmm. who we also haven't seen since WrestleMania of last year. Mm -hmm. I think Shayna comes out, wins the Rumble, challenges Becky Lynch for the title at WrestleMania, um, maybe even winning the title at WrestleMania. Um, And that might bring Ronda Rousey back to have a feud between the two former uh, best friends or whatever. Um, But that's where I'm going with that. What, What is your prediction? I did my Royal Rumbles as in a... This is characters that are probably going to be in there that win it, or a surprise entrance that will probably win it. Okay. Um, once again, coming from my side of things where I just put people that I like instead of really thinking too much about it, uh, Alexa Bliss is probably my favorite women's wrestler. I just love her personality, how she pulls off things. But honestly, I love her real life personality better, where she's just a person that loves Disney and Nickelodeon and everything just like we do. Uh, so I put her, but I don't think she's going to get it, honestly. So Nikki Cross is another person that I just love to watch, and her and Alexa team up a lot lately as, you know, tag teams and everything else. She hasn't really had her big enough shot yet. She's, you know, had different things. Sure, give it to her. Do I really think she's probably going to win it? No, because there's no strategy really behind my pick. But uh, surprise entrance that I feel like one way or the other, if it doesn't go the NXT way. Now, I haven't watched it lately, so I do understand that she is huge now, and you know that's honestly, you've persuaded me to believe probably that's what's going to happen. Uh, otherwise, for me, though, Nia Jax hasn't been back in a while. That's true. I would love to see Nia Jax come in and win this. You may be the only Nia Jax fan I know. But. I'm not a Nia Jax fan. I loved it when Nia Jax and Alexa Bliss were like Team Big Little or whatever. Yeah. A little big. Like, I love them there. But I don't – I think it's a possibility she may come back. The other possibility would be Ronda Rousey. Right. It's, and if she comes back, that's where I go back to the thing before where – Ronda pretty much came in and destroyed everybody, but she didn't beat Becky Lynch for the championship. Right, that was her only like actual like submission or loss. Yeah, so. so that's where I could see that going. Where if Becky Lynch, you know, retains her title, Ronda Rousey comes back, makes her big debut back in, and then at WrestleMania she comes, you know, and they go at it at WrestleMania. But that's my random picks for the women's Royal Rumble. Cool. Um, we'll see how that works out and plays out. And then last but not least, the men's Royal Rumble. Um, interestingly enough, we have Brock Lesnar, the current WWE champion, who's entering the Royal Rumble mm-hmm. at number one. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I guess they didn't have anything for him. So, hey, just go get in the Rumble. Mm-hmm. Um, Roman Reigns, Rey Mysterio, Ricochet, Randy Orton, AJ Styles, Eric Rowan, Drew McIntyre, King Cor- <coughs> Corbin. Yeah, I'm coughing because, oh, my goodness. Ugh. Dolph Ziggler, Elias, Otis, Tucker, Rusev. Happy Rusev Day, mm-hmm. by the way. Bobby Lashley, Aleister Black, Buddy Murphy, and 13 more to be determined uh, later. Um, so, first thing uh, first, Brock Lesnar is not winning this. And I think they're going to have Kane Velasquez, who is a former MMA UFC fighter who actually beat Brock Lesnar in the octagon when they were in the UFC. He actually came and wrestled a match at, in Saudi Arabia and lost to Brock Lesnar in a couple of minutes and has not been seen since. I think he comes and he's either an entrant in the Rumble or he is a distraction, and, and which leads to Brock being eliminated. I think that's going to lead to a match between them two. I hope it's not for the WWE Championship, because what a... Mm-hmm. But I think that's going to happen. Um, but in terms of a winner, I have two trains of thought. Okay. Um, first of all, m- one of my favorite wrestlers in here is Buddy Murphy, Br- Buddy Murphy and I also like Aleister Black, and they've had like, mm-hmm. a little feud going on. Um. The, neither of them are going to win, but I think we're going to see a really good showing from Aleister Black. Mm-hmm. I love Buddy Murphy, but he, there's no way he's, he's winning. Uh, Seth uh, Rollins and Kevin Owens are not listed 
Um, neither Samoa Joe. I guarantee you they're all three mm-hmm. probably going to be in this match. Um, we'll probably have good showings. Um, but my two trains of thought is, number one, Roman Reigns wins, challenges Bray mm-hmm. White for the ch- uh, championship at WrestleMania. It's just the most mm-hmm. easy way to get there. Um, my second thought is, surprise entrant wins, um, Tomasa Ciampa, mm-hmm. who is in NXT. I think he wins, and he uses his title shot to challenge Adam Cole, Bebe, mm-hmm. who's the NXT champion, um, to get a match for his uh, for Ciampa's NXT title that he had to forfeit last year prior to WrestleMania, prior to the NXT takeover at WrestleMania because of a neck injury. Mm-hmm. And he's never get, been given a title shot since he's returned. Um, that my second train of thought is Ciampa comes back. Love Tommaso Ciampa, mm-hmm. by the way. He comes back, uses his title shot to challenge Adam Cole for the NXT title at WrestleMania, not at the takeover the night before. Okay. Which would be the first time the NXT title is uh, defended at WrestleMania. Um, that makes sense, though. They push it to the big stage where that's the thing. people take it. That's I mean, it's thing. getting more and more. So those are my two official predictions. In terms of surprise entrance, um, I don't know who would be a surprise. I, I think we're going to see someone like um, someone who we thought maybe was going to be like on AEW's radar, but they mm-hmm. end up doing like a like a one match with like the Royal Rumble mm-hmm. um, with the WWE. I don't know who that is, um, mm-hmm. but I can see them just trying to take someone that AEW – has had their eye on or something, or maybe mm-hmm. a legend that AEW wants to feature um, just to kind of stick it to AEW. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know who that would be. But, um, but yeah, those are my predictions for the Rumble. What do you got? Two surprise entrances I'm throw out there. One, Edge. Yeah, uh, I know he's been rumored. There's a bunch of rumors around it. I don't know that he will, but it would. Sometimes when there's smoke, though. Yeah. You know? Uh, there's that. CM Punk's back now, but he's still not in WWE. And also, he's not in his prime anymore. But you don't have to be in your prime to be in a rumble. So, no, I, you know, it could happen, whatever. But John Cena would be another fun one. Yeah, especially since he's going to be in the new Fast and Furious movie in March. And that perfect timing. <laughs> and he has Doolittle. He's in Doolittle, I believe. Yeah. So, there's one that I'm going to throw out there that makes no sense at all. But if it were to happen, it would. The world would explode. Cody Rhodes. Oh my goodness. AEW part owner part or runner or whatever. You've got this giant thing back and forth. He comes in, challenges, and wins the, the competitor television wrestling company's championship belt. Uh-huh. Turns out they have been in cahoots for all this time now. AEWWE got strings tied, fooled everybody. Uh, I think it would end up ruining both things instead of making what it, it is. Definitely ruin it, but it but would, it would be, be a giant but shock. That happens, you know. Uh, um, the uh, the dashing Cody Rhodes music or whatever. I mean, oh my goodness. Well, you go back and f- at that point, you're going to watch both shows because yep. what's happening? Your championship happening, belt's yeah. on this show and it goes back and forth. So random craziness that will not happen, but I think it would be, you know, for a moment it would get some some. I think stuff. The, uh, the other thing would be like Chris Jericho, who yeah. has showed up, who, you know, he's the AEW champion mm-hmm. and he uh, he's actually showed up and wrestled in New Japan mm-hmm. at their Wrestle Kingdom show. Um, if he, like, even when he was wrestling for New Japan, he did he made sporadic appearances mm-hmm. for WWE. Now I know he said, you know, he's probably not going back to WWE anymore because he's not gonna, you know, he's not considered a big deal there. But mm-hmm. he's, you know, he's considered a big deal in AEW. Mm-hmm. But he said he he says stuff all the time, and it turns yeah, out right. he's just trying to, you know, turn the fans away from the scent of yeah. what's actually going to happen. I we know it's probably not going to happen. It would but, be cool to see something, though. but it would be really shocking to see something like that. More than likely, we're probably going to get like Sergeant Slaughter, who yeah. you know. We don't really care to see anymore, or maybe Hulk Hogan, you know, yeah. who I'd never care to see again, even though I used his uh, theme music earlier in the show. Mm. So, um, winner, who do you think who you got winning? I'm a big dude, so I just always pull for a big dude. 
a lot of times that doesn't play out, especially in the newer, you know, in the past however many years. Um, it does work out sometimes. But Braun Strowman, if he doesn't, it would be a surprise entry, I guess, into the Rumble if he doesn't win earlier in the night. But if not him, Big Show recently made a return. He's in great health now compared to how he had been in years ago. So it would just be different, like I say, long-term. It doesn't make sense as far as title reigns and everything else like that goes. But but then again, they made Brock Lesnar the Money in the Bank uh, champion true. last year. and I mean, that didn't make sense either. And the WWE, like we mentioned earlier, they don't do things that make sense sometimes. That's true. Um, so that's all we got for you, um, you know, for the prediction for the Rumble. I know we're both looking forward to watching mm-hmm. the Rumble at my house again this year. Um, and can't wait to see how well our predictions play out. Um, we don't usually do a lot of wrestling episodes. This is our second wrestling mm-hmm. episode. We're going to do th- uh, two or three more later mm-hmm. this year to kind of coincide with the big shows, mm-hmm. WrestleMania, SummerSlam, and Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're a wrestling fan and you enjoyed this episode, or even if you're not, um, let us know what you like or what you would like to see uh, in these future wrestling sure. episodes as we kind of figure out the format for how we do the wrestling episodes. So, all right, friends. Big thank you, as always, to Ricky Lyles, our producer, and Tim Hutchison, our researcher. I hope you enjoyed this discussion as much as we did that. If you're as pumped as we are for the rest of this journey into pop culture and nostalgia. Next week, we are diving into the next entry of the MCU and discussing the Incredible Hulk. Edward Mm -hmm. Norton, not Mark Ruffalo. (laughs) Uh, Until next time, let me just say, after recording the podcast that proclaimed me the real world champion, I'm going to tell you all, with a tear in my eye, this is the greatest moment of my life. When you walk around in this life and you tell everyone you're number one, the only way to stay number one is to be number one. And this is the only podcast in the podcasting world that makes you number one. When you're the king of the podcasting community, you rule the world. Think about it like that, Kyle, Ricky, woo! Stay as cool as the other side of the pillow, and we will see you next week for the Incredible Hulk. What the what? Bye! Woo! Chris Rhodes!